Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what is up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal for the handles on the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We're the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving the fans a voice. So we've got, um, oh, we've got some Cuse news, some recruiting stuff for football and basketball. And uh, we're heading into the ACC tournament for lacrosse. So we'll just we'll give that a flyby, of course. Give it its props, its due, and yes, uh, and then we've got a little bit of fan feedback. So not a fan fed, not fan feedback season apparently. So, <laughs> but we have a little bit. Um, but first, it's the off season. It's the off season. Yeah, it's the off season. But first, as always, we got to squeeze in a sponsor. And this one, this is a new sponsor. I'd like to welcome aboard Seat Geek. Seat Geek has become a new sponsor for the Armchair All Americans Media Network as a network sponsor. Uh, let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping uh, out of dozens of websites, you can go there and you can have them do your shopping for you. If you're looking for concerts, MLB baseball's in full swing. They got uh, hockey, soccer, whatever you want. Uh, the Rolling Stones tickets on here. Pink, Ariana Grande, The Who, Queen, uh, Dallas Cowboys, Patriots, anything you can imagine. So uh, we did have another ticket sponsor before, but unlike that ticket sponsor, this ticket sponsor actually searches the web for you. Their app scans the web, in fact, for the best deals on your favorite game or concert or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10, and it lets you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks a great deal, a yellow dot. That's just an okay deal, and a red dot, no, that's a bad deal. You don't want to... Um, you know, bite on the red dot. You pass over the red dots. <laughs> so use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium or the concert venue that you decide to go to. So what are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for the 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. Seat Geek, life's an event, and we have the tickets. Thank you, Seat Geek. Okay. So, yes, sir. Um, uh, it was good, man. Not bad for a first-time read, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to the website and everything for that. What do you think? Wow. That was good. <laughs> so, that was good. <laughs> um, hey, you know, started with a bang. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see. Okay, so every year we got to have this conversation about player compensation and all these things uh, that go into that. Now, we're not going to do that. We've done that episode. It's episode 75. We did the one-and-done rule and player compensation. We kind of rolled it into one. But my... 
my thoughts on this are ever evolving, so I'm going to clear some things up. But I do. The numbers are in, and as far as the NCAA goes, they had a 14-year deal with CBS. It was supposed to go through 2024. It was a 10.8 billion dollar deal to televise the tournament, and in 2016, that deal was actually extended all the way through 2032 for another 8.8 billion. We're, we're talking. I mean, twenty, almost twenty billion dollars just in That's TV. That's for the B, folks. Yeah, yeah, just in TV revenue. Okay, on the backs of these students. Now, now I know that they agree to this. They get a scholarship. They sign the national letter of intent and uh, all the other things that go into it, and they agree to not get paid. But isn't it time? Isn't it time to give these kids some compensation, at least for tournament winnings? You've got. Um, let's see the final four coaches, Tom Izzo, he made four. This is this, this, these numbers too, do not include any possible payout bonuses from the school themselves. So Michigan's Tom Izzo, 4,157,562. Tony Bennett from Virginia, he had 4,150,000. Texas's, uh, Chris Beard, uh, 2,800,000. And Bruce Pearl from Auburn, he, um, he bagged 2,600,000. Now, Last year, I had said, you know, these coaches, maybe they should give up some of their cash. You know, I've, I regret saying that. I must have been a little upset. I don't, I, I don't, I do regret saying that. I don't think they should give up any of their money. I think they've earned their money. But I think also that these kids have also earned their money. For instance, Syracuse University basketball program generated $31.8 million in revenue for the school this, this past season. And according to, uh, let's see. According to, well, it doesn't say, but that was the third highest total in Division One, apparently. Yeah. So the school then, out of that thirty-one point eight million, they spent fourteen point seven. They spent on, I guess, the program and and things like that, right? So right. whatever goes into that, flying and hotel rooms, and they they, you know, Syracuse actually pays school. They paid ODU. $85,000 or something ridiculous like that to come to Syracuse and beat us. Yeah. So think about that. Um, now, that $14.7 million does include the $2.7 million compensation for Jim Beheim's salary. So uh, that left the surplus of $17 million. Now, we all know that that $17 million, some of that $17 million surplus goes into non-revenue sports, which... Most. Most, yeah. Well, it's got to. Yeah, most. I don't know. You think most of that money That's, goes into non revenue yeah. sports? You think so? God, there's a lot of other sports, and they still have to do their traveling. They still have to See, I wish I, I wish I had that number. But that's not even well, the number. a tough number to look into. But uh, based upon things that I've heard, uh, Sean, they, I mean, most uh, athletic um, departments, they, uh, they, sorry, they, no, um, a lot of them break even, barely break even. A lot of these, but there's a lot of time. That's a lot of the reason why all these colleges I think, don't have all these different sure. sports. I, I would say Syracuse could, would be an exception to that. Well, that's between I mean, the football and basketball program. Average, yeah, or when you talk about average, there's going to be a low end. There's going to be people right sure. there breaking even, and of course, there's going to be the surplus. And that yeah. obviously depends on how you perform and having the ability to be able to, you know, be seen more and, and to perform. And but. Still, nonetheless, a uh, majority of that does go to that. 
Ab- absolutely. Okay. So, well, we, well, of course. From basketball and football and most sports pays for everything. Oh, else. it does. It does pay for everything else, but we don't know how much. So I'm not even going to play with that number. I'm not even going to say how much of that 17 million left over in the surplus without without um, entertaining the thought of that. If that counts toward every person, every person's salary that works for the athletic department. Well, I think because if you want to play that game and go down that rabbit hole. Exactly. Talking That's why I don't even want to talk about that number. That oh, I know. I get it. Athletic department. I mean, so I, I get it, Joe. But I would say, I would say, part of the school spending over fourteen point seven million during the season would include that. I would, I would, get, I would think that's where that would go. But I don't even want to focus on that number. That seventeen million. Now it'd be nice if some of that went to these kids, but I don't think the money should come from the school. I think the money could come from the uh, the. Almost twenty billion dollars in, in TV revenue would not hurt. I mean, we're not talking about paying you know these kids millions of dollars. We're, we're not. talking about the NCA paying them. Yeah. <laughs> the money's got to come from somewhere, and that's why we don't. And that's don't get me wrong. That's a perfect solution. Now I know <laughs> it's highly improbable. I, I know. I get it. But hear me out, though. Hear me out. Now. You wouldn't pay these kids a salary. Like I hear people talking, well, I'm gonna pay him a salary. Well, I don't think so. I don't think paying him a salary is is the is a solution. I think I think every team's the teams that make you know go deep in the tournament or make the tournament, they should get something. These kids should get something. They should get some kind of bonus. Now, and we've also talked about this. This goes beyond this even is the ability to go ahead and market yourself. So. Oh yeah. Tyus Battle being able to go to uh, Destiny and sign autographs or do booster stuff uh, and during the Christmas break, say. Okay. Now, you know what I'm saying, Joe? So, yeah, oh, I'm, a, I'm 100% on board with that. 100%. So, anyways, just just food for thought and uh, figured we'd throw that out there. Anything more thoughts on that? No. It'd be God, a great no. discussion. God, no, he says. It's a rabbit hole. You're right. It is. And it's you're a terrible never rebel. Get those people up there at that type of top of such a corrupt organization. I don't know. I mean, the NCAA is, is just as them. bad as the government. They're you're just ask as them corrupt. to pay you money. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Fat Seriously, chance, right? That's like expecting the IRS to come and if you forgot to pay your taxes, being uh, g- hey, giving you way, a coupon. <laughs> by the way, we owed you. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. and by the way, when you, you when they give come? you a check, do the math on that. I'm just saying, if you got three grand back in taxes, you probably paid ten. Um, okay, <laughs> free loans, free loans everywhere. Okay, yes. more, but I digress. More news for the basketball season. So we were a little worried about at the end of the year adding some of these uh, conference tournament games early in the season, maybe in November. I think they're trying to do. I believe ours is Virginia this year, this coming year. So. There was concern about the Syracuse-Georgetown rivalry continuing, but uh, fear no more. The The rivalry has renewed for at least two more years. One home game, one away game for yes. each team. So through 2019-2020, uh, we still got Georgetown on our schedule, and I think that's great. I think that's great. Oh, that's great. Um, and I think so, they're going to be even more – they're getting better and better. I know. So. Georgetown is getting better and better, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean – We've we've had their number since Ewing's been there. What two years? So, uh, it, hey, I don't get. I don't care. It's better than nothing. We'll see. And then 
The last bit of basketball news that I have for everybody is that Jesse Edwards, we talked about Jesse Edwards in the last episode, um, center from, where is he from, Lithuania? Where is he from? Uh, he's from the Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands, um, that's right. He plays down in uh, IMG Academy down in uh, Florida. Right. Um, he becomes the officially now the fifth member of Syracuse Class 2019. He'll join uh, Garrier, uh, Goodine, Gerard, Bolajak, and... That's it. That's it. Yeah. So he's the fifth man. He's the fifth. That's right. I'm like, I read four <laughs> names. I'm like, where's the fifth one? He is the fifth one. Thank you, yes. Joe. You're so brilliant. So, yeah, no um, all right, Joe. This is this is Joe's deal. The whole the whole football thing. Yeah. So he's going to orchestrate most of this. Cool. But listen, without being long in the tooth, instead of Joe being long in the tooth, maybe he can be short in the hair. What do you think, Joe? Well, I definitely don't have <laughs> any hair. So short hair, I shouldn't have any problem with. So uh, to compare, just for the hell of it, because I saw this, I thought it was interesting. Um, speed and strength of the this year's incoming Syracuse football team. It was four players in 2016. They were hand timed in the 40 yard dash with less than four points in less than 4.6 seconds. And this past winter. Uh, there were 17 who ran yeah. that or faster. Laser verified, by the way. So yeah, um, that's really cool. Now yep. here's another stat I saw. I believe is on Syracuse.com on the squat rack. 14 players in 2016 lifted more than 450 pounds. That's pretty good. It's pretty decent, right? Well, this mm-hmm. past winter, 35 squatted at least 500. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, Syracuse under Babers getting faster, getting stronger. And isn't that like what he said he was going to do? That's kind of what he said. <laughs> and go fast. He said that too. Yeah, they faster fast. and stronger. Sure, yeah. Um, and I saw a lot of comments too about the speed of this team, which is just uh, – just... Oh, You can definitely tell the difference from the past couple of years. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so good. So we've got three – Verbal commits for the class of 2020. Let's start with. It's early. It's early, early, but what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? You want to go down the rabbit hole player compensation again? No, no. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Class of 2020, verbal commits, three of them. So let's start with Kevin Lemieux. Sounds like a hockey name, but it's not. It's not. It's a football name. So it is. Uh, let's see. He has offers from Army, Tulane, Rutgers, Massachusetts, and Dartmouth. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some got a little bit to contend with there, I guess. Uh, 6'4", 235 pounds. I watched his tape, but I mean, you know, you know tape, Joe. I mean, what yeah. do you think? Uh, I watched it too. Uh, again, he's just... Defensive end, did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so unless he has the speed rushing uh, skills... To be able to like help, obviously he's gonna have to do something. Obviously, we're talking 2020, so we're talking a full another year and some change before he's even gonna be suiting up for Syracuse. So who knows what he can do to his body? But um, 235, yeah, yeah. I mean, six four, 235. He's probably got a good frame. So um, I like. I mean, I like to get. And again, the offer sheet doesn't sound too too great, but again. These guys, and if you've read a couple of these guys, and I know you're, we're going to talk about some of these running backs too, but uh, this early, it's really going out there and trying to test the waters for the big fish and see if you got any opportunity. 
but it's also a, a time to jump on um, priority targets and guys that you think are a little under the radar and try to jump on them early and uh, try to beat the bigger uh, teams to the table uh, once their name starts getting bigger. And again, these guys still got another season of high school. So um, yeah, it happens all the time. And again, that's kind of what you're seeing is I think more or less Syracuse going after the, the smaller ranked uh, priority recruits because they think that they're going to end up being better or because they're just perfectly suited or well suited for, for our offensive scheme. Uh, he is ranked 50, 55th on the strong side on the defensive end, so by 247. And also, his representative said that at this point, he's 100% committed to Syracuse. So, big kid, got a lot of time left to develop, so uh, we'll go from there on that. The next one I think we'll talk about is Sean Tucker. He is a 5 foot, 10 and a half inch, 157 pounds. He has no rating at 247 Sports, but he has offers, though, from Wisconsin, Rutgers, Air Force, and Kent State. And uh, Townsend native, he rushed for 1,300 yards and 13 touchdowns in his as a junior last season. So, yeah. and again, unranked, unrated. That just means yeah. that he hasn't been rated through the service yet because of maybe he hasn't been to a camp or just could be under the radar. Teams. Could be anything, right? There's right, so many yeah. kids, and I mean, you see Wisconsin there, so. Uh, Wisconsin's predominantly running school. Uh, if they're interested in him, then they got to like him. So, yeah, absolutely. I <clears throat> and this was my favorite one, I guess. I don't know. So, probably because uh, of his name. It is a great name, isn't it? What's up yeah. with that? Marlo Wax Jr., class of 2020. Uh, six foot, 219 pound Wax is rated three stars. And the number 97 running back in the class of 2020 by 247. And he was also offered by Pittsburgh, Kent State, East Carolina, Marshall, Toledo, and Temple. And as a junior at Mount St. Joseph, he averaged 7.6 yards a carry in order to finishing with 17 touchdowns and 1,046 yards. So um, his tape was fun to watch. I thought he was pretty impressive. So yeah, big kid. Yeah. Six foot two nineteen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and big then, boy. huh? It's a big boy. Yeah, it's a big boy. So then there was a visit or an unofficial visit. I guess there's someone in the works. And and you know, Joe, like you said, we we haven't been getting these types. Uh, you know, uh, fifty overall prospect in his class, uh, Jalen Berger, his running back, six foot, hundred eighty seven pounds. Um, he's rated four stars. So I believe this is the first four star to come visit, and since when? You think of the last well, I one? I think that. Well, I mean, I think we had some. Well, I mean, we've definitely had some uh, four stars. I mean, we got some last year. There were some that visited early, but I don't well, think there was any as highly rated as him. I mean, being the fiftieth overall prospect, I mean, yeah, you're right on the you're right on the edge of a five star. So exactly, and he's yeah, the number five six, athlete in, in New Jersey. New Jersey. So yeah. and at six foot one eighty seven, I mean that is a perfect size for a lot of a lot of different uh, positions. I mean, you're talking yeah, he, running back, receiver, or any defense. He played back. option quarterback. He did a couple. He was doing a couple of things in his in his film. So, oh I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, he was doing it all. So um, and again, too, he you never know if this is a 
you know, some type of pity um, <laughs> visit, like, which I hope be well because I, I don't say it to be mean or anything, but and obviously I don't think you know that a player would. I mean, they only have so many visits, so. But if he were to have like uh, a school in mind or whatever, but he is from Tommy DeVito's high school. Oh, so. that's right. They played on the same team together for one year. That's right. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if they if they did because they're what three years apart or four years apart or something. No, they shared the backfield you... for a year. I read that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So yeah, and if he knows what Tommy's about and he's seen what Syracuse, is, I mean, I I just hope that it's it's just great. It's almost like you don't. It's almost. I don't want it to be some type of false hope thing because again, right? But yeah, you know, we Syracuse fan. Has we been saw a that with Isaiah Stewart, so that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, but that's basketball. I know we've seen we've seen those guys. Football, we haven't seen these type of guys come in and, and be interested. So I just don't want it to be. It's one of those things where it happens, and you're like, I don't want it to be a fluke. I don't want it to be a fluke. No, I know. Let's keep I know. it going. I know, but he does have for what it's worth. Listen to the other offers. I don't. Well, it's bad, but for what it's worth, just shows his talent. It's uh, bad and good. Exactly. Uh, Alabama, Michigan, LSU, Ohio State, Nebraska, Florida, Old Miss, and Oregon. I Must mean, just say everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, um, you know, just keep your eyes on that. You know, keep the eyes on the recruits. We try to keep our eyes on this stuff. We get overwhelmed with, you know, the you know. I get. I personally get overwhelmed with the amount of running backs, and you know the amount of just, just you know. And I get the rollover, but I don't ever get my hopes up because you just never know. You know what I mean? So anyway. Oh yeah. So that's it. That is it for the football news. Can you think of anything else? Not really. Well, before we get into fan feedback, I uh, we we should talk about the. Syracuse Orange Lacrosse team who just whooped up on Navy though, so I actually watched that game at a bar here in a Navy town with a bunch of Navy fans, and it was fun. They were cool about it. I don't think they were huge lacrosse fans, but they did. Have, there was some there was some Navy lacrosse gear at the restaurant I was at watching that game, and it was sweet, sweet victory for me. And so my son had his SU hoodie on, so uh, that was pretty fun. Now with they eighteen to nine or something like that, they whooped on them. Uh, they ended yeah, it was reg- ridiculous. It was. They ended the regular season nine to three. They're going to be a four seed going into the ACC tournament, and they're going to open up against North Carolina Thursday at six. And I believe that game's going to be on ESPN three. I believe. Yeah. ESPN3. But if they win and then they play Virginia, I think that's that game's going to start. Those from there on, it's going to be on ESPN U. ESPN U. Yeah, that'll yeah. be Saturday. Yeah. So. so That'll be fun, man. The ACC tournament's fun. It's quick. No, it's it's in Chapel Hill, so I'm thinking actually about going to that game on Saturday if they get Oh, there. really? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome if you could make that. Yeah. What was that, like yeah. 15, 20 minutes from you? Nah, about 45. Oh, is it? 50. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, n- n- nonetheless, that's pretty cool if you can make that. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, all right, we are going to do a little bit of fan feedback. But before we get into that, uh, we proposed a couple questions and – just, uh, you know, if you went to the spring game, what were your thoughts? What are your concerns? What are your takeaways? And uh, we got a couple of those for you. But first, if you're a betting guy or gal and you want to put a little money down uh, on sports, you want to put a little money down on The Bachelor like Joe does, 
And um, you can do that. You can do that. I would recommend that you go to my bookie. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. I've used it. Joe's used it. That's why I'm urging you to make your way over to my bookie. You win. They pay. They have in-game live betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for all you fancy guys and gals out there, we got baseball season starting up. You can even bet on how many fantasy points uh, the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. the 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 dollar for dollar promo is back. Use the promo code QS25 to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use the promo code QS25 when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Simple as that. You guys know that. You know all about. You know all about my bookie. So. Joe. I told you that I do not watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Oh, I thought we were talking last episode and you said you bet you actually you actually go to my bookie and bet on The Bachelor. No. No. I, I'm I pretty sure you said offering that. Offering it up to the people that listen. I'm pretty sure you said that. No, I'm pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> but I saw you disappear off camera, so I just assumed you weren't listening. Um, yeah. Well, you're lucky. You're lucky I was on mute, or else I would have said something right then and there. Oh, you're going to create work for me? Okay. I heard uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's go to Facebook real quick. Anthony says, our buddy Anthony, gotta love this guy. He's always got something fun to say, or good to say. Uh, well, a lot hey, of, before you start that, don't you have your own concern? Oh, okay. Well, you want to go over that? All right. Yeah, well, I'll I mean, do I mine. We, All yeah. right. Okay. Um, Come on. Why are you jumping ahead, bro? Because I never know what to really expect right now. We just, I mean, like I said, the spring game, you can, I could take or leave the spring game, man. I know that's not a popular thing to say, but I don't know what I'm, I can really get out of that other yeah, than but the, not the positives. Yeah, but the but, spring game as much as just you knowing who well, we Well, we know, well, okay, well, we know we had concerns about the offensive line. So if you currently, if you look at it right now and you go to, let's see, if you go to, you got uh, Heckle at center and likely, and then you've got uh, Aaron Cervase and Evan Adams at guard, uh, transfer Ryan Alexander at tackle, in, in, incoming guy. Um, and now you've got a solid, you got kind of a solid group up front. But if, if if anyone gets hurt, you're down to about four or five guys: Austin Chandler, Quadir White, uh, Patrick Davis, redshirt freshman Carlos Veterello. And a true freshman in Anthony Red. Now, all of those guys I just mentioned as backups combined on-field experience is uh, is is seven games, and it's all by one guy, Patrick Davis, and mostly on special teams. So, that's my concern. Now, yeah. Tommy DeVito not as mobile as Eric Dungy. He's a pocket passer. He's got to have a pocket to pass in. <laughs> so that's how I look at that. Right. Yeah, I can understand your concern as far as uh, the injury-wise. Uh, I think we do return good good starters. You look at the guys. Yeah, the they're solid. Yeah, if they stay healthy. I mean, Heckle, Cervais, and, and Adams uh, all have really good experience and are legitimate starters. And bringing in uh, Alexander, who was honorable mention, uh, is going to be but graduate senior from South Alabama. So... Uh, that's another guy. So that's four four guys right there. And, you know, we've had guys that have had to have been in the system for a little bit and had a little bit of experience. Um, but I don't know. We got, I don't know. It's tough, like you said, because 
we had so many guys that were forced into action early with some of these groups. You know, we have a lot of had a lot of the same guys starting for the last two, three years, you know. So a lot of the guys that are behind now, they don't really have the game experience. And I can definitely understand your concern, but I don't know. For some reason, I think they'll be ready. We had a lot of uh, injuries in the spring, so I think there was a lot of younger guys that got a lot of good reps. Uh, a lot of oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and on top of that, there's some people that talked about it, and they've made it. They made it obviously clear in the spring game. Um, as far as the the post game articles and stuff like that, that 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 wasn't going to be uh, an offense, the offensive line that you're going to see. So, from what I understand, the first string, first team offensive line was full of guys that probably aren't going to be starting. <laughs> so. To get them to have to get that experience to go up against the Alton Robinsons and Kendall Coleman's of the world, uh, you know th- that should help them. Right. But I do, I do, I understand where you're coming from. I know that we have another guy coming in, uh, junior college transfer. I think his last name's Tisdale. He uh, might be able to help for some some playing time as well. So you never know who's going to step up. Uh, I think uh, the the starting team that we we put out there will be solid. But again, like you said. Um, offensive line, yeah, definitely a concern as far as depth. And you know, you can go, you can go to all the sites too that do, you know, they keep up on this stuff, and they're they're pretty good. I mean, you can keep pretty up to date on most of it. Orange Fizz is a great recruiting site. Everybody yeah. knows these News Magician, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It's hard for me to even get in. I we I don't know if you're a new listener, maybe you don't know, but I just to, yeah. get, to get in the football right now. Like we're just starting to break, you know, seventy five every afternoon with the sun comes up, and uh, I like the summertime. And football reminds me of cold weather, so therefore <laughs> <laughs> I can wait a little bit. But anyway, uh, let's see. Do you want to go over yours real quick? You well, wanna... yeah. I mean, mine. It, it has a little bit to do with yours because I mean, I do have a couple. I mean, my concerns again. Um, the biggest ones again, I think, is is what you said. Uh, going on some of the the fans on Facebook. Um, my brother Alex talked about the defense will will be basically be good, but basically questioning on what we're going to be without Dungy. So that's essentially, you know see what, what DeVito is going to do. And then uh, Zach uh, Shea said, give me one more D-tackle, either Juco or grad transfer, and I'm ready to party. Uh, and that is, to me, one of the, one of those things, another concern. Defensive line, offensive line, basically the same concerns. I think proven experience and proven talent, I think that starters-wise is there, but it's the depth. And yeah, it's again, depth. It's, it's the yeah. proven you never know right. who's going to step up, and that's that's the one thing when it comes to some of these guys, especially when it comes to the offense and defensive line, because those really aren't sexy positions. So you get these offense and defensive lines that play special teams and maybe get a couple reps here and there. I mean, you have you have an offensive lineman come in and sneak in and play a couple series, and you won't even really you won't even recognize it that it was a sub or a second stringer. So uh, again, you never really know where these guys <laughs> come from or where they get the reps and. Uh, it's always hard to predict who's going to be the up and comer or the guy because, you know, you can see the guys, you know, the receivers and corners and some of these guys that go out there and, and make big plays or, you know, might have some cool special teams plays or some really big plays like that. And it's all out in the forefront with offense and defensive line. You really don't see that. So they're there. There's players that every year are ready to come up out of the shadows and help. It's just who's it going to be? And because we don't know it and we haven't seen it, it makes everybody nervous. 
But ultimately, I think the biggest takeaway is, or concern, you can call it whatever you want, is I think that our team goes is what Tommy DeVito, how he plays. Sure, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I I, I have faith in Tommy DeVito, but... It, Me too. You know, I think it's the consistency thing with him. It's just, you know, he, he came in that one game. I don't think North Carolina was ready for him, and he, he got to take advantage of that. But he is accurate. And I think that they like catching his balls. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? I know, I know. He could have phrased that a little bit better, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, right? Nonetheless, yes, yes, okay. I do. I, I don't. I, I think that he's a team favorite. I think he's a fan favorite. Right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fans wanted to give him a chance over Dungey last year. Uh, yes, again, we did. We jumped on that bandwagon as well, and, and uh, regretted it. Yeah, but. But either way, you can see that the team responds to him. Last year, that North Carolina game, the team responded to him unlike any of the teams in previous three years or four years that we had Dungy when he got hurt. So right. you can see that it's there. He's got the leadership. He has the pedigree. The thing is, is, is he going to come in and seize the moment and take it because his expectations are high? He came in big expectations. Again, we talked about fans, and yeah, we Baber. In he's fans. Baber's. He's Baber's recruit too, by the way. Yeah, it's like his guy handpicked for yeah. the system. The way you know, and yeah. again, last year we were kind of on that bandwagon a little late. There was there was fans legitimately going. Oh yeah, thinking you're right. That Devito had a chance to start like yeah. above him before we even saw him. It was the because it was the comeback the game, and because of all yeah. the hype, and because so that's the whole thing. And now yeah. Dungy just kind of left us on, you know, ten and three. We're going to be preseason ranked. So he left a great culture, and he had a great year last year. But now everything is the expectations from the fans. The expectations. On on Eric, um, not Eric, Tommy DeVito are going to be huge. They're going to yeah. be huge, man. And we've you talked about the expectations. Oh yes, oh yes. You very temperamental, those you guys out there. Now, well, dude, and on top of that, we have a very manageable schedule. We do. Like we talked about before, I would yeah. be a hundred percent. I didn't want to put last year's record and all that kind of stuff as far as expectations this year. But when you look at the schedule, it's hard not to. Yeah. And and even the sports writers, Nate Making them, Nate Making Stephen Bailey, they they did an article and I think Stephen Bailey had him going ten and two and Nate Mink had him going nine, nine and three. three. Yeah, I saw that. Like already the sports writers just I mean, that's expectations out the gate in April. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of it has to do with coaching, man, and I just trust Dino Baber so much. I think a lot How of people do. Yeah. Um, right. So, Stephen, yeah, I said you weren't going to be long in the tooth for crying out loud. Put me asleep hey, over here. Hey. Steven says on Facebook, biggest concern, depth, especially at quarterback and linebacker. But healthy, we should have another good season and really looking forward to see Tommy D in a full year at the helm. Uh, quarterback depth does concern me because we had Tommy DeVito as a backup last year, right? And we don't know really what <coughs> we're getting. So, yeah. um and linebacker, we talked about that last year as well. Yeah, so, well, I think we had a re- we had a really good linebacker class come in this year, and from all I've heard from spring practice, two of them they enrolled early, so they were played in the spring, and I guess they're all they're hyped up to be, and and we got some guys chopping at the bit again. This is just a classic what we were just talking about. Uh, 
just proven talent versus unproven talent and just have to trust that Babers guys and his recruiting class he's had the last couple of years have been in the weight room and they got the playbook down and they've got their bodies right to where they're ready to step in and, and take a position. Yeah, at Jay Carpenter, uh, 74 on Twitter says he was at the game. He says, I was impressed with the run game. Jawar Jordan is fast. The QBs looked really good. They put on put a few, uh, nice touch on a few deep balls. Queeley made a beautiful touchdown grab. Trill and Cisco will probably be All-Americans this year. And, oh, yeah, we still have a pass rush. So there you go with linebackers. But, um, yeah, the, the defense was so effective last year, just yep. disrupting quarterbacks all year, and some of those guys were going to miss. But, you know, yeah. it, you, you, you got to start somewhere. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, college football is a game of turnover. So, uh, you know, in the sense that, you, you, you know, you've got new guys in different positions and same positions constantly. It's just constant movement. So right. uh, we'll just have to see how they do. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, honestly, I'm not too worried. You saw Guthrie. He he struggled early. He did struggle came, early, but he came and on then late. came man. on. So he came yeah. on so good, right? Yeah. So like that's, but, um, and he was, he was a, a junior college guy who came in and, and he definitely helped. It was a band-aid for a little while. And Keelan Whitner, he was this Schaefer guy and he stuck around and he was playing, he played safety and then moved up. So, you could tell uh, last year we had guys that were physically and athletically better than him, but because of his just his smarts and his knowledge of the game and his experience, that's why he played. So losing him, I don't think hurts us as much. Not trying to downplay him at all, but obviously, yeah. I mean, it's Slayton and Guthrie, and other than that, I mean, we're bringing back everybody. So again, the D line depth hurt uh, help. You know that kind of scares me a little bit, but. Huh. I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be okay in the defense end, like you said. At Fossman44 on Twitter, was there. All three QBs were accurate. Running backs look strong. Some big hits. Air attack should make opponents worry. So, again, with the um, the accuracy of the QBs, you know, spring game, can't tell but so much. But, I mean, I'll take it. It's I yeah. like it. Uh, at Mark Indicuse. From Twitter, love that I saw a lot of unity between the groups that are competing with each other every day. QBs cheered QBs, running back cheered running backs, etc., etc. I love the direction, but I usually don't take much that is concrete from the spring game. Definitely a family, though, and that is huge. So, hey, love me familia, man. That's what Babers has got going on. And, yeah, you've got to fit into that. We talked about Cooper Dawson and how... He just, and when I, I did an interview with him and how I thought that he just fit right into like that mold, you know, yep. and that's what they're, that's what Babers is building. I'm telling you, man, and Babers can stay. It's yes. The culture like, is changing big yep. time in Syracuse football, man. And it's not just the family culture. I mean, Schaefer no, had it's that, everything, but he won. Right. Babers is winning. Right. You know, like that's what that's the difference. And and now we have a winning culture. We have young guys who are used to winning. And then with the family, you know, they help each other, but also push each other to compete and get the best that they could possibly be. And I mean, that's what you're seeing right now. That's great. Uh, A. Singran. I, I think that's it. A. Singran. He keeps it short. I love it. Concern. O-line and linebackers. Strength. Passing game. And DBs. The DBs. I mean... I, that is a that is a probably one of the best parts, one of the yeah. biggest takeaways I think going into the year. And that I, I don't fast, didn't it? Yeah, it did one year. 
I mean, it was, it what, was only a couple years ago where we were yeah. smoked. Yeah, last year it got better, and now I think it's going to get even better this year. So, oh yeah, I mean, you have Chris Chris Fed, Frederick was a very underrated uh, corner over yeah, there, he and was. With Cisco being an All American, Show Williams, yeah. Foster's going to be a senior, Bra- uh, Scoop Bradshaw is going to be a senior. Plus, we got other guys, Melifuanu. Melifuanu, great game. I mean, Love saying his name. We, yeah, we have so many. So many guys chopping at the bit, and again, all these returning, returning players. So yeah, the secondary is going to be solid. It's going to be God. awesome. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. At Kevin okay. Craig six O line uh, is a concern. Uh, so is depth at defensive tackle. After Black Williams and Ruff, we are light. And injury here will hurt. Joe, yeah, the depth. I mean, that's yep. Again, it's yeah. the unproven depth. The difference between offensive line and defensive line is, is that. On the roster, we have offensive linemen there. It's just we don't know how good they are. Defensive tackles and defensive line. I mean, we just don't. We don't have the numbers there. Right. I mean, after those three, I think we only have possibly I think three other D tackles. We're gonna have to be moving people around and stuff like that. So it could get ugly if we get a, a bad injury there. So yeah, I mean that's one thing that can kill us. So uh, last one at Geo Heater, our our buddy Geo. Uh, we are winning the ACC this year, period, all caps, with five <laughs> orange emojis after. Now, you know, as always, I love Gio's optimism. So, we will He's see. He's got great optimism. He's got great optimism. We will see. Uh, I will I will say, of course, there is a chance. Never say never. So I would be a teenager that. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think Gio's even driving yet, is he? He's got to be close, though. But, yeah, he's close. Hey, sure he is. Uh, so, he's so damn busy. I know the kid. The kid. If you follow him on Twitter, he's in everything all the time, and he is a lacrosse goalie too, by the way, for CNS. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and he is the voice of the North Stars football team, I believe. So, just uh, and he does Orange Heat on YouTube. If you want to check it out, just a little geo plug for for him. Anyway, yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I actually, I don't even think I don't even I think he's so busy he doesn't even do it anymore. But anyway, look, here's the deal. We. Uh, we we really are trying to get here more often. It's tough. The, here's the deal. Uh, Joe and I both assumed new positions at work at the same time that require <laughs> like three times more work. And we've both been swamped trying to adjust. Uh, well, I guess I can't speak for Joe, but I've definitely been swamped trying to adjust. Yeah, so no, it's I'm been definitely I've been tough. Yeah, it, it's been, been tough. Joe works a little later. I work later. And it's been tough. Uh coordinating things in between mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, normal stuff done, you know, just throughout the day and, and, and on the weekends especially. So, but... Plus, plus sports are slow. Sports, sports are slow, slow right now, too. but I still would like to do something every Friday night. It, you know, yeah. when, when, when things calm down, I think, going into summer or when summer starts, when it is in full swing, like I'm talking schools out and things like that, things yeah. will definitely be easier for me, especially with like my son doing... Um, you know, lacrosse, he's got lacrosse tournaments every weekend and stuff like that. So it's, um, it's been hectic. So, but, yeah. but we'll be back more. And so two episodes a month right now is all you're getting. That's it. Sorry. Sorry. Be de- we'll do our best. <laughs> I mean, shoot, our numbers go down at this time every year. So, yeah. So it's tough. There's not as many listeners, but we still got to put it out there for the ones that want to listen. Let's exactly. Cause we know who our diehards are too. And I know who you yeah. guys are. So just so we you know, know who he's is. Yeah. Um, so that is it. That's all I got. Joe, do you have anything? Go Q's. Go Q's? Yeah, Go Q's lacrosse. Be on the lookout yeah. for that. Thursday, 6 o'clock. 
ESPN3. Check it out. Syracuse playing UNC. And the ACC lacrosse seeds are, I mean, they're stacked. They're stacked. Well, there's only five teams. I know, but I'm saying you got Duke, UVA, North Carolina, and Syracuse. They're all in the top ten nationally. Yeah, we're the four seed in our conference, and we're ranked seventh nationally. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's freaking sense. insane. So it's going to be yeah. an awesome tournament. It's a quick tournament, and, you know, it's fun. So, And then we go yeah. right into the uh, NCAA tournament. So, all right. Yes, uh, thank you, too. Uh, thanks to my bookie. Thanks to SeatGeek for coming aboard to the Armchair Media Network. And, of course, Welcome. thank you to all of you listening. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital.
That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Look around! You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.